All you people. Hey, 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 hey. You're gonna have, like, <laughs> different fucking intros and shit. Shoo! 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 Alright, we're back in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the best life. You got Dallas and Nick over here, and we're just about to talk to you in more detail about the seven cures for a lean purse, but the three that I talked about last time. So Dallas, if you want to go first, I'll let you go for it. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll definitely go first. Uh, but I mean, the reason why I want to talk about it is not because Nick didn't do a good job. It's just because these are really, really important principles like to get to get yourself going, especially if you haven't really created the financial results or a speck of them that you want you know for your future so the the first principle was uh to start that purse to fattening um and it's it's really an excellent book man because they call a wallet a purse and it's like come on it's it's just gonna be good knowledge that's how you know but uh there you know they're really if you live in america um, or a free country, hopefully you're listening to us from a free country where you have the ability to create at your will and to, to mix into society and provide value. But there are really so many ways to provide value, whether that be a job, um, tutoring, maybe your artistic ability, maybe giving back, uh, selling any type of anything. Um, and there's just there's so many so many ways you could really just list a million of them to start your, your purse to fattening. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying you have to jump to be jack of all trades here because it's not really the best idea to use all your time doing a whole bunch of different things rather than to like specialize in a couple or, or one thing. But it is important that you understand what your skill sets are and to utilize them so that you're able to add more money to your to your wallet because chances are is what you're getting paid now is is not how much you're worth. So. 9, 10, 11, 15, 20 dollars an hour still ain't worth your time. But the, the, the trouble is, no one's just going to give you 30 dollars an hour. You're going to have to figure out how you can, you know, use your skills and your relationships to obtain that and to keep that. Uh, so that's that's the first part about um, uh, starting your purse to fatten. You got to get creative. You got to be willing to get out of the box and um, show the market what, you, what you're worth. Um, that's definitely true. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but there's there's so many ways that I see people, like young people our age. You know, I'm I'm 26 right now, so I I see a lot of my peers who were kind of sold that dream of you know go to college, you'll get a really good job, and then you'll be set. And I have I haven't finished college personally, but I've seen a lot of people who have, and they're not doing. What they what they had thought maybe they're not even in the career that their degree is even in and it's just kind of like you know i spent four years like learning maybe crafting my you know perfecting my craft as far as what the study is to learn something and and you're not necessarily doing it so you're kind of just out in the world trying to figure out okay like i i know all this this school stuff but i might not necessarily know how to apply that to real world type stuff so i see people doing like some some YouTube videos where like one, one of my old roommates, he's, he goes around in Dallas and he just um, just captures the whole scene and finds stuff for people to do because a lot of people might just be sitting inside like, oh, there's nothing to do. This guy, he finds places to go, like holes on the wall, restaurants, cafes, 
like fun things to do and he'll just he'll just um capture that and his uh instagram is more in dallas if you want to check that out but anyways um there's other stuff too where i see people like you know about crypto and stuff like people who are out there they have the little crypto t-shirts and stuff like that they didn't they didn't need to be smart enough to make bitcoin or any of the altcoins or anything like that but they're smart enough to put that damn logo on their shirt and then just because they know that there's a there's a market for it because they see that people people are interested in that so they're they're out there they're taking initiative and, and doing stuff like that so um that's the next one is uh control your expenses unless you wanted to um to keep going in on the start your purse to fattening no no um and it's uh it's it's so sad because control your expenses is like definitely one of the not sexy parts of like this whole financial engine Sucks. um man it's just like enjoying life anywhere you're gonna have to spend some money like you just man you can cut every dollar and use every coupon but it's like when you start using all your time to save like a dollar or two it just becomes so stressful so it's like one thing I can appreciate about this book is that he, he says while, you know, saving your money and penny pinching or at least being frugal or living below your lifestyle, while that's important, he really steers the focus of this book towards, um, um, I'm actually tripping because that's Fastlane, uh, Millionaire, well, Millionaire Fastlane, <laughs> Millionaire Fastlane is actually Man. It's more so your expertise right now. It's yeah. all good. And then Richest, so Richest Man and Battle, it's a great book though. But Control Your Expenses, uh, me and Nick have, have uh, you know, talked about spreadsheets or applications that, you know, track your expenses automatically. Those are all good. Um, but lately, the wave for me has been focusing more on income generation while keeping my expenses t as tightly concealed as I possibly can without like constricting my lifestyle. So I just felt like in my personal opinion, it would be, and this is just mine, like you don't have to listen, but it's just like, I feel like it'd be more important for me to control my expenses and watch over them while focusing more on boosting, like seriously boosting my income. Um, what do you think about that, Nate? No, that's true. Cause I mean, you don't want to just sit around and penny pinch all day. Okay, I saved $5, now you got $5 in your pocket. Okay, cool. But what are you gonna do with that $5, you know? So you might not be able to. So you're like, okay, well, I did say $5. That's good. You know, pat yourself on the back because no, no accomplishment is too small. But you also want to figure out how to make more money. So then it's like, okay, now I'm bringing an extra 5000 a year or maybe like 10000 a year. So just from building that habit of saving that extra $5, you can translate that to something else. But you're still also adding more money to where you can invest that in yourself, which is segueing into make your goal work for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, that's a uh, man. Control your expenses is so important and so not sexy at the same time that the tone of my voice changes when I talk about it. But yeah, no one wants to live constricted in a way. You know, it's like, oh, I don't want, I can't go out because I don't have twenty dollars. Oh, I can't go do this because I don't have gas. Oh, you know this and that. It's like the pizza, it's like you're thinking in your head, it's going to be like $4. And then the person says, it's going to be seven fifty, And then you like turn around and look at your friends like, hey guys, I might not be able to pay seven fifty for this pizza. And like, of course, that seven fifty for a pizza is like, I'm talking about a pizza slice, is ridiculous. But at the same time, it's like, man, like so many things in life are 
just like a two or three dollars cheaper or like 10 or 20 dollars cheaper like a hundred dollars cheap you know I'm, or not cheaper but more expensive and it's like all the decisions we make to like cut our expenses everywhere versus the lifestyle we could have lived if we didn't cut them all but just kind of bought some of them because we could afford them a little bit better i feel like you would get that reward from focusing more on income generation while controlling your expenses but not being like monitoring every single expense and that's the, that's what's the key up. word and richest man is don't be niggardly yeah that's what it is don't be niggardly yes and let that soak in but yes feel free to i'd love a discussion about that though it's like because i've i've met people i've met millionaires who've been tracking every expense and like that's what's up and they do a great job but just from my personal profile I just I struggle a little bit more with that that type of uh, record keeping and that type of you know weekly or monthly analysis for every line item like bubble gum, water, gas, yeah. all that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, and then so let's let's segue to the last one uh, very briefly, which is make your goal work for you. This by far is the sexiest for me. This is where I spend a lot of my time because like it's my true true fascination is to figure out how to you know make this money that we've earned work much harder than I have for it and keep it in the circle always working and to never lose it um but yeah I'm not like a hoarder or I'm not necessarily greedy but I, I do want a lot of money so uh basically there there are a billion ways you can earn money um there are a billion ways you can lose money there are a billion ways you can invest money uh millions of options but Richest Man in Babylon, as well as Fastlane, will teach you how to um, take advice from people who are competent and also uh, worthy by their actions of giving it. And um, that's pretty much what I've been doing, honestly, as I feel like there's not necessarily much of a need to recreate the will. Um, you can meet people who have the results you want and you can tailor your, your thoughts and your actions to similar what, what they do, as long as they have the values you have. Um, but, but that's what I've done. I found people who are successful and who understand how to earn money and handle money, just as richest man would have suggested. And I've pretty much taken their advice and uh, learned from my experiences. And that's why we're doing this here today. So what do you what do you think, Nick? Well, I think I've said all I can say about the make your goal work for you in the last one. I, I don't have too many other other um, things just to say on it. If you you can talk to people, you know, figure out ways. But I think this, like the idea that you brought up, would be the um, the other principle that they that they came up in the richest man in Babylon about, like just like don't take advice from somebody who you know take advice from somebody who's competent. Like just basically what he the son learned from the uh, from his ten year experience, and that's that's more so what I want to I want to go into in just a little bit or in the next episode, you know. So I'm glad you were tuning in. Thank you for listening to The Best Life.